0: Welcome to The Spark To Your Success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe that we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you and allow other people to feel amazing too. What a great gift to give to yourself and to the people around you. The Spark To Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little bit of insight and a little bit of positivity for your day. This episode is for young people and parents of young people, as we're going to be talking about gaming. So I want to talk to both of you, kids and big kids. The whole subject around gaming, gambling, addiction and the pros and cons of gaming is, I think, both huge and really fascinating. So today we're going to explore a little, dip a toe in the water, the big pond of gaming and bring you a little insight into the harmless fun and the harmful addiction. The chemicals that get us hooked and also, wait for us, hang on a minute, drum roll, the benefits to gaming. Yes, that's what I said, the benefits to gaming. It's not just all bad, you know but it's just the bad stuff that we seem to hear about on the tv on the radio on podcasts read in the magazines and blogs and see on social media so i want to kind of redress the balance a little bit as well video games been around since the 1970s can you believe it oh my gosh like for young people listen to this like 1970s that's a really long time ago really a long time ago, things have changed a little bit, but I do have to admit, I do remember those early days of the video games from the little bat and ball, tennis game, oh my gosh, when that came along, that was like, oh, <laughs> so amazing, I think it was called Pong, <laughs> and it was a little bit addictive as well, even though it was so simple. And then um in the 80s, we kind of evolved into things like Pac-Man, uh, Donkey Kong. And the character in Donkey Kong apparently became, I think it was called Jumpman. And then he became one of the Mario brothers. And so it got evolved into uh, Mario Kart and all of that stuff. And Tetris, go on, if you're a parent or a teacher... An adult, grown-up listening, you remember Tetris, right? I lost many hours to Tetris. (laughs) Technology certainly moved on a long way since the first Atari and Nintendo consoles and is way more accessible to us than back in those days too. I mean, these days, like our babies know how to switch on and activate our devices, like really from an early age how to find out there and play their favourite programmes and games and music on our devices. So rightly or wrongly, devices have become the new babysitters, keeping the kids entertained while we do the housework, the shopping, or even when we're out for a meal with friends and family. Screen time, whole different topic of conversation. We're not going to go down that avenue and cover that today. Uh, so we'll park that one for a second but I think the whole attitude towards gaming is like really quite interesting, certainly the older generation, yes, including the young Got heart listeners right now right here, seem to have a view that gaming is just a problem, it's a problem with our young people, a problem in terms of being antisocial and isolated, a problem in it being addictive, a problem in it leading to gambling. So we're going to look at those things and I want to say right now, right here right now, that it's not just a problem, it's a great opportunity. It's not just youngsters, it's many, many grown-ups too who are gaming because they're just not on their, on the consoles like the kids. Mm, doesn't mean they're not gaming, right? It can lead to gambling, that's true and it's only bad when it leads to addiction. I've spoken many times and you can go uh, onto the website, you can check articles and probably other blogs that I've written about the whole gambling, gaming, addiction scenario and how it's impacting like 55,000 young people under the age of 16 already addicted to gambling. I'm going to park that part of the conversation for this podcast. We might talk about that afterwards, but gaming including gambling-like activities and behaviours, definitely gaming can lead to gambling. We'll talk about more of that perhaps in a a separate podcast. But actually, though, there are so many benefits and advantages to gaming. So what's your favourite game right now, right? Kids, Fortnite, Apex Legends, Art School Judgment, Life is Strange... Mortal Kombat, Minecraft, I don't know. I'm not up with the, the games here right now. <laughs> uh, ups, mm-hmm. are you listening? What are you playing on your mobile phone or your, your iPad or your device right now? Angry Birds 2, huh? balls, Candy Crush, Bubble Witch, Flappy Duck, Garden Words with Friends. Are you doing crosswords, word searches? Like what games do you just disappear to for a bit of fun with? Yeah, that is also gaming. And those games, incidentally, just while I'm on a little roll, also have built in purposefully gambling-like behaviours too. It's not just the games that the kids are playing online. So it's mostly a bit of fun, right? Pass the time on the bus or on the train or if you're waiting for somebody or an appointment or something. It's no problem. We all do it. I do it. And I just want to, like, chill out for a bit. I just want to switch my brain off or change my focus and just disappear for, I don't know, 10 minutes, half an hour. Okay, I usually will set my timer for, to go off, so it's not much longer than that. But it's only a problem when it becomes a habit, like the go-to escape when life's hard, when you're feeling bored or upset and it is, like, your first go-to without even thinking... When people are feeling misunderstood or feeling like you don't fit in, to escape into a game world where you can be whomever you want to be. Well, yeah, you can be skilled, you can be successful, you can win and you can be hide behind an avatar. They don't even know who you are, you're just have, like cool avatar that gives you significance and a sense of being worthy in the world. Games are designed to put you into a state of flow. We've talked about flow in podcasts before. Flow being that state of loving what you do, doing what you love. It's got a little bit of an edge and a challenge to it. Time disappears and you are laser focused in what you're doing. I think That's definitely what happens when you're in a game, right? It's challenging enough to stretch you a little bit. They give you lots of little small wins and rewards and it's the small wins and rewards that fire the reward centres in your brain, releasing dopamine, which makes you feel good. And it's a dopamine rush at the reward centres that can then go on to make that activity become addictive. So it's easy to become engrossed and time disappear. And it's the, oh, so close moments. So, <laughs> you know, like, oh, oh, only just like that one more thing. I so nearly got there. Those moments are the most addictive and compulsive as a level of dopamine released with the thrill of that, oh, so close, is really, really powerful, tempting you, compelling you to play just one more time, just one more go, just five more minutes, and then before you know it right, you've had 10 more goes and it's been another hour, tempting you to play just one more time, one more time if I could just get to the next level and then of course tempting you with the gambling part of the game in terms of I just buy that one extra move right if I could just buy that one extra pack with the superpowers in it so gaming costing us more than just our time sometimes it's costing us money in varying amounts and I think the challenging thing is Sometimes it's just like a, a one pound here and a two pound there and a three pound here and a five ninety nine there. And it doesn't feel like you're spending very much. But if you're engrossed, it's, like, Oh, it's so close, so close. Just one more pack, just one more five pounds. It's only five pounds. And those small amounts then start to add up as well. It feels like we're only spending a bit, but they all tot up to sometimes quite a big amount. So my coaching practice, I'm definitely seeing an increase in the number of young people where gaming for fun has got a little bit out of control, uh, both impacting on their, the time that they're spending, the money that they're spending. And it's not always your money, is it? Let's face it, folks. Whose money are you spending? But also the impact when you just can't let go of like, just one more time, just like one more level. I was just so close. And that starts to impact on the sleep that you're getting or the quality of sleep that you're getting because you're gaming right up until the time is going to bed and you've got the blue light going on and you've got the hyperactivity going on in your brain that it's hard to then go to sleep and get restful sleep. We've talked about sleep in many podcasts, go find the sleep ones, you'll find out a number of impacts on our different uh, systems and thinking systems that that has as well. So health, sleep, schoolwork, family lives, all get impacted and I often have conversations with parents who are at the wits end I just don't know what to do I just don't know what to do to get my young person off their gaming platform and into the real world so if you as a parent listening have concerns or you're stuck in terms of what to do like I just don't know what to do anymore I just can't get them off it then please do get in touch I'm really happy to speak with you about this And in the future, kind of look out on the website because I'll put some additional resources out for you in the parents sections on BackOnTrackTeens.com as well. So as a young person, wanting to fit in, gaming is a great way of doing that, right? Because if all your friends, your peers are doing it, it allows you to have something in common, speak the same language, be part of the conversation to fit in. That's great as long as the conversation is healthy conversation. Of course, it's going to be a little bit competitive as long as that competition is healthy as well and it doesn't lead to bullying, ridiculing, humiliating, isolating or over-gaming in order to keep up with your peer group and stay cool. right? Stay one of the cool kids. So often grown-ups think of gaming as being Isolating or antisocial. How many of you listening, I'm talking to the young people now are like, yeah, they always say that. <laughs> kind of nodding and like, yeah, yeah, I always hear that criticism. But like, actually, for young people, it's sometimes or quite often completely the opposite. They're not isolated and being antisocial. When they're in their rooms and they're playing their games, it's actually a way of connecting with friends through the games. Like through the platforms, you don't have to be in the same room with people to be with people playing a game anymore. So even though their parents think they are in their room by themselves just on the game, that is isn't often absolutely far from the truth. They are being sociable and they are connecting. So there are so many positives to gaming that we forget to talk about. Let's have a little look at some of those. Because gaming can and has been incorporated into so much learning. Gamifying education makes it so much more fun to learn. It makes it more interesting. It adds a challenge in a different dimension and allows exploration that you might not be able to get in a traditional classroom setting and lesson. When learning is fun, and I absolutely, totally, wholeheartedly agree that learning should be fun. When you're engaged and enjoying it, you learn more. You remember it better. You can apply it more easily into real life. Hurrah! That's how it should be. Love it. It can deliver learning using all of the learning styles all at the same time when it's done properly. I love that too. We don't explore learning styles and strategies anywhere near enough in our education systems and in our work education as well. You get the visual aspect and it's done really properly. You get the auditory, the sounds and the conversation that go with it. You get the kinesthetic because you're in the doing experience in the game and the learning through the game. And of course you get the logical because you get to work it out and allow it to make sense and uh, strategize around it as well. So brilliant in terms of learning preferences. Love that too. Gaming, playing the game improves your mind capacity because you're learning so many different aspects, creating all those new neural networks as you're playing the game and working things out and learning how it works and how to progress through the game. is building understanding, logic, working stuff out, curiosity, flexibility of approach. Like if something doesn't work in a game, you don't just give up usually first time, do you? That's part of the game. That's the challenge. That's like the edge that keeps you in there, finding a different way. If that doesn't work, try another way. If that doesn't work, go back, try another way. If that doesn't work, go back, try another way. We keep restarting, don't we? You just keep going. You go back to the beginning of the level and you keep trying until you get through the level. What a brilliant way to transfer that into life, hey? Eh? If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. There's a familiar statement. It's building resilience and problem-solving skills. That's an amazing gift. As long as you bring the lessons out of the game into the real life, right? It definitely helps to enhance coordination. Oh my gosh, I just like to sit there fascinated watching gamers. The speed and accuracy that they manoeuvre the characters in the game, reflected in the speed of thumb control and finger control on the little handsets, is just like astounding to me. Concentration, well, no ADHD there, is there? <laughs> Well, he's focused in the game. No attention deficit whatsoever. Nowhere in sight. Engrossed, focused. So building, enhancing concentration and focus skills as well, and at the same time, the ability to take in and process at speed all types of information coming at you at once. Astounding, heightening awareness of the environment you're in in order to stay safe. That's a great lesson to bring into real life as well. So amazing benefits of gaming. We do need to choose the types of games we play carefully though, in my humble opinion. So making sure that they are both content and age appropriate is very important. But as so many games are around, there's some wonderful ones to go and play that just like build so many life lessons and skills. Gaming's here and it's here to stay, whether we like it or not. It's going to just get a bigger phenomenon. So let's use it in a positive and proactive way to enhance learning, to enhance interactivity, curiosity, resilience and family fun. Yeah, so adults listening, let's stop criticising, and start joining in. Hey, find some family-focused games that you can build, rebuild relationships with the kids too. So let's find a healthy balance between time in the game and time in the real world. Let's match the number of hours in the game to number of hours spent doing sport or going for a walk or hanging with family and friends over coffee or food or going out for the day. Let's make sure that both are given equal time, that one isn't taking over, that the game isn't taking over the real life. Happy for real life to take over the game, by the way. <laughs> Can't work that way round. Is that fair? I don't know. <laughs> balance, people. All about the right balance. Set timers to go off to move on to from the game into real life activities if that's what is needed. I'll often set uh, timers on my games. Sometimes I just want a 10-minute switch-off break and I know that I'll get sucked in for half an hour if I don't set my timer. So stay safe, have fun, learn, grow and connect. Let's enjoy the reward of having such amazing technology and balance it with the incredible activities that we can enjoy outside of tech too. You have been listening to me, TJ Dow, through tech, actually <laughs> at the Spark to Your Success podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please do leave us a review. We'd love to hear your comments. And for more insight information and resources, go to www.backontrack.com teens.com and head for the blog page leave us a comment or a question or send a message by email and i definitely will take the trouble to reply to you if you've taken the trouble to reply to me so wishing you a fun curious and incredible day i will see you on the next episode bye for now